listening, Particles, and I'm Jane, your host. I like to hear inspiring stories for people that I barely know and share them with you, and that's what we do here. I never know how it's going to go. I never know what they're going to say, but it's always a good story. Before we get started, are you thinking about joining the ranks of podcasters? If so, let me give a shout out to Blueberry, who is part of how this show is here today. They make it so easy with their PowerPress plugin. Each show is effortlessly linked to iTunes, Google, Stitcher, and more. Even better, they have five-star support with Mike to get everything humming along. Go to Blueberry.com, that's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y, and use promo code LISTEN to get your free month trial. In this episode, I'm talking with Richard Wakefield. He's a cinematographer and a photographer, basically an all-around media guy from the UK. And what you'll find as you listen is that he is absolutely an authentic and entertaining man to talk with. And what you'll especially find if you take a look at his work is just the amount of detail and beauty, and I guess I would have to say mood that come out of his pictures, out of his photos and his work. So definitely take a look at that. We were talking about so many different things at the very end. um, We were chit-chatting about the show itself and the episode and how things went. And just to give you a little bit of insight into what it's like to be on the show, here's what I said then. But I, yeah. it was so exciting talking to you that when I'm really excited, I have a harder time. <laughs> I'm like a, fi- I'm really like a five-year-old. I don't know if anyone told you that, but that's really what we're dealing with here. <laughs> Isn't it better to be like that than than uh, struggling to think of questions yeah. and, and pausing? And now, Richard. Hi, Richard. Welcome to Glistening Particles. Hello, Jane from the UK. Very, very nice to chat to you. I know. I'm pretty excited. We kind of found each other in a roundabout way and um, through through the family. Sammy and Don talked about you. I don't know if you heard that yes. they talked about you. <laughs> they are the most charming couple of lads. I know they'll be listening to this and uh, yeah. I love them to bits. And guess what? I've only met them the once. Are you <laughs> that's serious? The, that's the impression I got. Yeah, just um, uh, sorry, a lasting impression from those guys. Yeah, I just I can't wait to see them again. I think um, it's going to happen soon. So how mm. did you find them? You, you got on so well with them. I know it was really kind of a fluke. So I started checking out Instagram and looking at it from a different perspective of like who, you know, just, you know, kind of just letting my intuition flow to people who looked like I would love to have a conversation with them. And I love their vibe. You know, they had this really interesting blend of like, they've, you know, got a gritty life and background and history in in their life, you know, life experience, but their purpose of their music is so beautiful and soulful. And um, I wanted to hear more about it and they were willing to talk to me. So that was pretty awesome too. 
Oh, definitely. Let, let's hope uh, everyone listening kind of refers back to that yeah. podcast and, and has a listen. It's, it's, it's a fantastic one. It was. Yeah. It was so much fun. It was. They actually were a couple of firsts for me. So they were my first ever two people at once, which was a little tricky because they have big personalities. So there was that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's, again, that's what I love about them because they, they kind of feed off each other. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm, I'm quite jealous in a way that I'm not in a, a kind of duo uh, a team of people, as it were. So I'm just on my own. I talk to myself. I work for myself. <laughs> I <laughs> and, do too. Uh, so maybe yeah, today we'll, right. sort of, we'll sort of like be pseudo duo people for each other, right? Let's try that. <laughs> <laughs> deal. That's a All deal. Right. Okay. So yeah, I found him on Instagram and they had mentioned you and, and talked so spoke so fondly of you. And so then what happened, I mean, I, I started following you as well. And there was this photo that I saw that finally like nudged me that extra way that I was hoping that you would have a conversation with me. And actually, I went out and looked for it again and I can't find it. So I don't know if I was dreaming or what. But it was, um, yeah, I know, right? Can you can you describe it? I can, because it's at a time when I was trying to create this new identity for myself, I lovingly call the Viking warrior. And um, <laughs> I saw this photo that you took of a woman looking very Viking-like with, I think she had a sword even. And it had yes. like some sunsetty sort of like golden coloring to it. Do you know what I'm speaking? Yes. Okay. I absolutely know what you're talking about. So that that was um okay, there is a story behind that. So awesome. um yeah, what what I love about uh where where I kind of am today is um I, I used to uh chase models. That sounds really, really wrong. Now that I've said <laughs> it out aloud. I used to chase models down the street and, and kind of beg uh for them to to do th- these ideas that I had in my head for shoots. Um and now I love the way that it's kind of swung around and, and I'm getting models um a- approaching me, obviously. Um I don't want to obviously that's the wrong word. Um, I'm getting models approach, approaching me with sounds, their sounds like a good way. life. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Um and uh yeah, so I had this uh girl called Ken. Um, with a, a Viking theme idea, and she knew the exact um, guy to get involved with that creates armor um, and, and outfits. And um, yes, yeah, so we did this shoot. And the reason why you can't see that picture anymore <laughs> is because I, I purposely took it off Instagram because I actually want to blog it properly. Mm. Um, so I will re-upload it uh, for your viewing pleasure. <laughs> I hope so because it was it was super inspiring. It was sort of like you know when you're trying to. Um, grow a new part of your personality and then you see someone or something that embodies that you're like oh yeah now I've got the visual of what I'm trying to do that photo was so powerful so I'm glad that it's coming back again well I've really kind of um fallen in love with uh, models that kind of um, really research their roles and really get into the character um, and you can always tell when when they don't and it, and it feels mm-hmm. quite rigid and disconnected but um, Kez and her friend uh, that were at the shoot they, they really went for it I, I kind of felt like I've never seen Game of Thrones. Um, don't don't um, don't be mad at me. Uh, <laughs> I haven't. Either. I've only seen one, and it was the wrong one. So it's okay. Oh, I won't be watching again after that yeah. one. <laughs> well, I've never seen it, but I, I kind of felt like um, I was in an episode of Game of Thrones. That, that's how realistic they were. They were going for. I agree, <laughs> and it, it was. I mean, it did. It had such a real look to it, and it was almost like. I mean. I don't know if this is the right word to use, but voyeuristic, like you were in their world so deeply, you know, it was, there was a lot conveyed through those photos. It was beautiful. 
No, that actually that actually is a compliment. That word, I think, because it's, it's kind of saying that um, it doesn't look staged. Uh, Not basically. at all. Not <laughs> at all. It looked like you were. Yeah. It, so I meant it in a complimentary way, but it was that word fits what you were doing there. It looked amazing. Looked amazing. Yeah. So we didn't even say what you do, but I think people are starting to guess. If you want to outline just like a high level of what it is <laughs> that you do. <laughs> yeah. So if, if uh, people haven't guessed, so um, I'm actually uh, doing a lot of photography nowadays, but um, I've also got this uh, kind of 50-50 um, ratio of uh, filming as well. So I don't really technically know what to call myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, just maybe a, a creative <laughs> that's um, or a that's media, good. media creative. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, obviously filming and photography, um, there are so many kind of similarities, um, of course, and, um, so many differences as well. So, um, both are challenging and, uh, I, I love the challenge of both. Yeah. What, what more can I say? But, um, so yeah. do, do you have a certain genre that you go for? Um, it's almost actually, I could turn that question around and say, what don't I go for? <laughs> um, so, so the kind of things I, I don't enjoy or don't choose to, to film or photograph are, are kind of long events. Um, mm. I'm kind of coming out of weddings as well. Um, and although I kind of do love a lot of things about weddings, I think I've kind of over all these years uh, um, grown to love um, kind of sets and shoots um, and themes mm. and um, music videos and uh, little short stories and, and uh, stuff like that. Um, so just just things with a bit more of a, a purpose and uh, yeah, I think the problem with live events and weddings and stuff that they're, they're, they're just um, so random. <laughs> <laughs> Very unpredictable, you know, a thousand shots and you get two or, or 10. Well, I mean, if it's you, it's probably a lot more than that. But if it's me, it's two or 10. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> so do you um, do you pursue do you do you go after the shoots that you want or do people seek you out to do these these films and photographs um yeah it's it's definitely definitely a bit of both so mm -hmm. um if if people kind of inquire with um i've got this in mind uh do you think you, you could capture it or, or do you think you could kind of um collaborate or, or lend some ideas towards it i absolutely love the challenge of that mm -hmm. um i'm not going to sit here and pretend that i can do everything that comes my way um so some of it is is um you know, either out of um, their budget or, um, uh, for example, someone's um, seen a, a CGI Hollywood film and then they expect me to be able to do that for a hundred pounds. You know, that's just not going to happen. <laughs> right. um, but yeah, most of the shoots that, that come my way, I can do um, with their help. And then, yeah, and then I do like to pursue my own little projects and, and mm -hmm. ideas um, and kind of squeeze them in. Um, uh, into free time, whatever that is. <laughs> it kind of, yeah, I know. I know what you mean. We were just talking about that for a moment about how there's this point in life where you realize that boredom isn't even part of your vocabulary, the word boring or boredom. And <laughs> yeah. there, the problem is that there are too many and so many, but there's never too many ideas because they're all so wonderful, right? But it's just yeah, picking and choosing, you know? Oh, it's just endless, isn't it? I mean, mm -hmm. um, the, the very nature of your own podcast, you, you could literally uh, branch off to so many people and it's never ending. <laughs> I know. It's it's really hard for me to keep it throttled because I have another, I have a regular job and I have, you know, a family and things and I have to do those things as well. Um, but yeah. it's it takes a lot of effort to even throttle it down to, you know, 
what I can manage. And I just, there's just a constant list of people, which is exciting. It's exciting and lucky. I feel really lucky for that. Hey, oh, how, yeah. how did yeah. you go? How did you find your way to photography? What led you there? Um, oh, I don't know whether I should give you the long story or the short story. Um, <laughs> it's all about uh, you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, Shall I, shall I start from the beginning, like with filming, do you think? Or... <laughs> Is this going to go back to the beginning of mankind? <laughs> yeah, or... <laughs> yeah. The day I was born. <laughs> no, um, Wherever I, you I'm feel keep... compelled to begin, it's good with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Bear with me. So, uh, so, so basically, as a kid, um, I was uh, really quite obsessed with, with um, films and, uh, you know, what, what I was seeing on TV and stuff. Um, and my granddad, uh, bless him, he's not around anymore, but um, he, ha- he had a, a large camcorder, you know, sort of batteries like bricks. <laughs> um, <laughs> if, if you can think back uh, that far to, to what they were like. I remember and, uh, those. I re- totally remember those. Yep. Oh, I mean, you know, it, it almost broke my back uh, carrying it. But mm-hmm. but anyway, my granddad had this camcorder, which he wasn't really using. Um, and I would just go out and shoot with it and, and borrow it and, and just get quite obsessive with it. Um, and then kind of I, I taught myself uh, like stop motion animation with it, which I don't think you were really meant to be able to do with, with one of those types of video cameras. <laughs> that is hardcore. <laughs> yeah, it's quite painstaking and, and quite sad, really. <laughs> Just sitting in my bedroom doing animations. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> but but yeah, so to cut a long story short, I, I was always obsessed um, as a kid. Um, and then by the time I was in school, um, I, I knew I wanted to do um, GCSE photography. I don't know if you call it GCSE where you are, but... Um, what is that? Uh, um, so like a, a qualification um, in your teen years at school. Oh, okay. Okay. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So um, so I did um, GCSE photography and it's, it's so laughable looking back at it because I, I did enjoy it, but mm-hmm. but no way near as much as, as I enjoy photography now. And I, and I solely put it down to the fact that it was um, mainly about the history of photography. And I think when you're a teen kid and you pick up a camera and it, the history part isn't quite <laughs> what, what you're into, you know, you right. can get out there and take photos and get in the dark room and, and develop photos. And um, yeah, that, so there wasn't, there wasn't, and a lot of practical um so then fast forwarding through time yeah so um i i, I got a maths degree uh, I'm, I'm not even sure how <laughs> I'm, I'm, i must have cheated my way through that one um yeah so i got this maths degree in oxford and uh, and then we i went travel we won't tell anybody that you cheated okay nobody will hear <laughs> <Yeah>. that <laughs> we'll pretend that you delete that um so uh, I went traveling to try and sort my head out, you know, what am I going to do um, with this degree? Um, came back from traveling and I still had no idea. <laughs> so, oh, no. Uh, where, well, where did you travel? Maybe you traveled to the wrong place. So. Yeah, that's probably it. I, I did the whole um, Thailand and Australia thing. Oh. And uh, yeah, it was great. I loved that, it. I loved that seems really hard to not know. <laughs> to go there with <laughs> yeah. photography and go there, it seems like that's the natural <laughs> that's right yeah. well, what happened I'm not sure I'm not sure but, but when I came back I um because I still didn't know what I wanted to do with my life I I thought I, well I, I need to start paying bills and uh you know earning some money so um I I got a job in a charity um and I was teaching people with uh, mental health problems um or mental health challenges I'm not sure what the PC term is mm-hmm. now and um and I did that for years. But as you can imagine, as everyone knows, um, as rewarding as a charity job is, uh, it just doesn't really pay the bills as, as much as you'd like. Mm-hmm. So um, 
every person in this charity had a second job. Well, it, it came to me that, well, I need a second job. Uh, what, the, what, what the hell is it going to be? Um, so I kind of reviewed in my head, like, what, what do I actually like? What's my passion? And it was always filming, um, mm. always. Um, so I made the decision, okay, the only money I have got, this only small amount of money I've got, I'm going to go out and buy the latest camera, a microphone and a tripod. And that was it. And then... Um, I asked around, uh, you know, does anyone want any filming? Perhaps, you know, someone that's getting married that, that might want to film. Um, and that's how it started. Um, so I, <laughs> for my sins, I started in weddings and um, I filmed <laughs> I filmed a wedding. And, and basically in the first wedding that I filmed, I, 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 um, I, I realized I was doing everything wrong and, and you need two cameras at least and you need good microphones and mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. So, um, so I was addicted to filming and buying new equipment. And um, what I did not expect, okay, this is the funny thing, was okay. that it was only meant to be a second job, like at the weekends. And um, the problem is it actually really hit off. And um, all mm-hmm. of a sudden I had to kind of think, oh, I need a website. I need some business-like skills. Um, <laughs> I need to kind of work out what I'm doing with this. Um, you had to get serious. Hmm? Yeah, I had to get serious. And um, and it got to the point where I had to do this heartbreaking decision about leaving the charity because um, the, the filming was really taking off. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I almost had to be a little bit selfish. And, um, and uh, yeah, so I was filming weddings for years and years. And um, then kind of integrating into that corporate filming and music videos and, and the jobs were getting more and more fun. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, and then let's rewind three years from now, I kind of thought um, I'm going to add photography into that equation. Uh-huh. Um, so, uh, yeah, I told you it was a long story. <laughs> no, no, it's, I'm actually really, I'm enjoying it because it's it's such a beautiful development and unfolding of what you're doing today. I, I have a couple of questions though. Um, what was the what was the amount of time between when you got back from Thailand and Australia and started the job and then when you went full time to doing this work? How many oh, years? Is, no, that is a great question. I, it was three years um, because I was ba- oh, I'm trying to um, describe it. It's really difficult. But imagine doing a nine to five job mm-hmm. um, that is very, very um, tiring um, mm-hmm. and challenging and then going home. Whereas your average Joe would kind of pass out and go to sleep and mm-hmm. <laughs> have a good night's sleep, I was editing until one in the morning mm-hmm. and I was doing that for three years, okay? Um, and in my lunch breaks at my charity job, I was learning how to design a website and kind of um, advertise and I was trying to learn all these skills. But I think what I'm trying to say is I was like being ridiculous. I was kind of fast-tracking this uh, filmmaking job, mm-hmm. Um to a point that I was confident that I could leave the charity um, and actually live off this this other job, um, and I, I don't know whether it was it was luck or not, but but yeah, it did work out. And um, you know, the, as as with any self employed job, um, there's been good times, bad times, uh, mm-hmm. months with no pay, months with great pay. Um, but yeah, twelve years later. <laughs> I've I've got used to it and um, I'm enjoying every second. So and, um, you've been doing this full time for twelve years. Yeah, it's oh, crazy. That's that's crazy. beautiful. Although I totally know that person you were talking about. I think I'm on year one of the three year plan of 
you know, coming home and then doing editing till one in the morning and all that kind of stuff. So I, oh, I'm go it's good wow. to know I've only got two years left of that, hopefully. Oh, in three years time, I want to come and shake your hand and say, you know, it was worth the effort. And I think, um, like I'm being honest, um, I, I've seen so many people come and go in this industry mm -hmm. um, because they, well, a number of reasons. They either don't like the risks um, or they don't like the the challenges or mm -hmm. the fact that some weeks there'll be no money coming in and mm -hmm. um and also in the uk um a couple of well a few years ago we had a recession um and quite a few businesses were going under and and giving up um and i think i just give so much credit to the people that kind of stuck with it mm -hmm. <laughs> they stuck with it and they're still going and it's just really really nice to see so i hope that's kind of encouraging to you it as is, well Jay. it is i mean i like i I don't know how to not do it. That's where I'm at. The idea of not doing it is, um, it's like my, I feel like my soul would shut down and pack its bags and go, yeah, we gave you the chance um, yes. and you're not taking it. So we're done. That's kind of what it feels like, which is my own story. So we'll leave that for another day. But as, oh, you, as yeah. you've been telling things, I was wondering if you have um, in your memory a favorite shoot. Oh my, that is a question. <laughs> there's, there's just been so, so many, um, you know what, it's actually impossible to answer that because, because, okay. because each of these fun shoots or, or, or memorable shoots, they're good in their own way, whether mm -hmm. it's funny or, um, something eventful happened that will never leave your mind. But, um, I guess the top one that I would say that, that I'd really, really like urge you to look, look up um after this podcast is um my film shoots with a photographer called Kirsty Mitchell okay. um she's uh kind of world famous um in uh, her art of fine art uh, photography um and she creates huge huge sets um kind of fairy fairy land in, in essence mm -hmm. um um it, it, you have to read her backstory about um what she does and why she does it um but uh, yeah so I, I managed to film some behind the scenes films for her um and every single film um because of Kirsty Mitchell's success and uh, not not just the films um every single film went viral so they were on all the major websites all the major newspapers oh. um you know and, and they're they're you know, you'd be able to find them really easily. They're, okay. they're just, um, you know, I look back at them with, with such awe, you know, that, that we were all there. We, I, was, I was filming what she was doing and, and it just seemed like a really surreal moment in my time that, um, and probably Kirsty Mitchell's uh, life as well, that, mm -hmm. that we've captured it now and it's there forever. And, and um, it really shows off her, her photography. Um, it's sort it's of like a creative alchemy. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, I think I don't think Kirsty Mitchell um, realized um, what the behind scenes films would do for her. Mm. Um, and I didn't realize how great her, her sets would would come across on film. So f for both of us, it was just this huge um, success and, and huge surprise and, and just absolutely brilliant stuff going on. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think of, of some funny stuff to tell you, actually. Mm. I've done um, one shoot that sticks out in my mind was um, I was driving with a, a couple of models, a, a male and a female um, couple. And we had this uh, <laughs> we had this theme in mind. I think we were going to shoot it like these um, these ruins. OK. And uh, but it was absolutely um, 
and we can't swear on this podcast. It's absolutely oh, you, you can. It's okay. A little bit here and there. Just t- <laughs> I'll say it was absolutely chucking it down with rain. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay we all know what I was going to say. And um, it was chucking it down with rain uh, to the point that you, you couldn't even stand up. It was, it was really gusty with winds wow. and, and everything. So um, we thought, let's not give up on this shoe. Um, and as we said that, we drove past this derelict house, okay? <laughs> so me being me, I was like, oh, my goodness, derelict uh-huh. house. We are going in there <laughs> right now. I don't care if there's squatters. I don't care if the roof is caved in. You know, we're going in. So we did this shoot, okay? Uh-huh. And um, while we're doing it, we noticed there was uh, pigeon poo absolutely everywhere. So, <laughs> so bird poo everywhere and, and mold and stuff like that, um, obviously. And... Um, kind of thought nothing of it and then we got in our car and all three of us felt really ill <gasps> oh no <laughs> then the next day um i think i was in bed with like flu-like symptoms um the girl she was off work for for two weeks or something um so it turns out that um you just sh- you, you shouldn't film in those conditions basically <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it's, it's kind of um, poisonous or something um wow it must have yeah. been like to- like toxic levels of of something whatever happens with pigeon <laughs> dropping yeah whatever yeah. yeah i think like pause from the the mold or or, or whatever wow. was coming off settling in our lungs uh but um never so, again so basically you've given us a really useful pro tip so all the listeners now you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly I, you know derelict houses they look nice um <laughs> let's just leave it as that you know as that do it from the outside oh. right on the outside yeah yeah <laughs> But no, that, yeah, there's been so many things. Um, mm. I've had weddings where, you know, I, I turn up and film the bridal prep and, and even though I knock on the door to check everything's okay, they let me in and there's a completely naked bride. Um, I've, I've had that uh, twice. It must be so, twice. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm not knocking on the door I was going to say, this knocking on the door, is this a wink, wink kind of thing? Like. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, it's obviously the, the, the <laughs> you know, the waitress bringing the champagne. No, 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 it's the photographer with his camera out. Um, so. <laughs> nice, very nice. Yeah. So those definitely. are the per- some of the perks. Okay. Um, yeah. So what about this? Uh, what would be your dream shoot? Do you have one of those that like you, you know, spend um, your time thinking about? Well. I would love so much. It's not necessarily me shooting, okay, but I'd love so much to be on the set of a of a proper kind of Hollywood film, we'll call it. Mm. Um, just, you know, I found out last year that Steven Spielberg was a, an hour's drive for me um, d- doing his latest film. And uh, I just couldn't get there. You know, I, it, was, it was just the most frustrating oh. thing. As a kid, I loved his films. Right. Um and I thought I'd literally do anything just to go and kind of stand by the fence and watch them film um, whatever they were doing. And uh, I just couldn't do it. And I was, I, was oh, soon, I ache so, for you. That's making me ache for you. That close, yeah. an hour away. Definitely. Oh, oh. Life. Yeah, yeah. So it's not necessarily a job I would have liked to have done, mm. but I would just love to have been there. Mm. Well, there'll be more yeah. of those opportunities, right? They're filming over there all the time. Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess there's always something happening, and because mm-hmm. I live in Oxford, um, in in the UK, um, we've got some. Um, this sounds really, really. Um, <laughs> I don't know what the word is. It sounds ridiculous, but you know, I'm surrounded by palaces and and stately homes. You know, oh. there's, there's, 
That sounds like <laughs> I live in one. That's great, doesn't it? Uh, but I don't at all. Um, but yeah, um, in these uh, palaces, they they film, um, you know, uh, um, kind of these royal films. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of royal films. There's um, Cinderella. They filmed. Um, oh, yeah. nice! Actually, when I told my son that I was about to get on a call with someone named Richard Wakefield, he said from the UK. He said, "Oh." He must be like royalty or something. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes. So it's it's weird. When I was traveling around Australia, um, everyone said to me that I sounded really posh, and it was you do. at the time. Oh no! Oh no! You've said it now. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny that some people because I, I I was really offended, and I thought, no, oh, I don't, no, no I don't. But oh, yeah. <laughs> if, if enough people say it, then obviously I'm I'm outnumbered. <laughs> well, you sound very very. British royalty, so you can call that whatever you like. I don't know if posh is the right word, but <laughs> yeah, it was meant in a positive way. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, one of the things that I was also wondering is, do you do you get time to like film your family and things like that? Oh, definitely. Um, I, um, yeah, I'm almost really, really bad about it. I, I kind of <laughs> overfilm. I think I have actually got this obsession, and it, and it's it's arisen from my childhood. Mm-hmm. My mum and dad filmed my sister and I quite a lot, and we always look back at these cine films um, with with such happiness. You know, mm-hmm. so many memories are captured, and a side of you that you've obviously never seen. Um, so I do the same for my my two little girls. Um, they're they're four and one mm-hmm. at the moment. And um, oh, that's fun. The, Those are fun the, ages right there. <laughs> oh, exactly. I mean, they're, they're just yeah, yeah. Ev- everything you film is just either hilarious or uh, something I'll bring up in their wedding. You know, when I do the speech at one of their weddings, <laughs> <laughs> you know, totally embarrassing. Are you um, already tagging them all for that? Like tagging? <laughs> oh yeah, actually, absolutely. Future wedding, um, yeah. <laughs> future wedding. Um, but uh, the problem is, the problem is with it is that. You end up, um, someone like me, I, I end up with terabytes and terabytes of footage oh, of my right. kids. And I literally don't know what to do with it. You know, I mean, editing is my my main job. And even mm. even I'm kind of overwhelmed and I, I don't know where to start with all of it. You know, mm. it's, it's not necessarily... Uh, you know, because you film on your iPhone, your, your DSLR, your camcorder. I've, I've got so much footage all over the place. I know that is one of the things. There's so much of it. And how do you make it useful? Like, I I love the idea, for example, that these stories, you know, hopefully Apple will continue to keep organiza- organization behind the podcast, you know, data. Because yeah. I love the idea that these stories in, you know, 50 years or 100 years or 200 years or whatever could still exist and people could hear, you know, directly what people of our era um, sound like in our lives and what what matters to us, what, what's exciting, what lit us up to do our, to follow our passion and all of that. So I love that idea. And I feel the same about my 7 million pictures that I've taken of my family, (laughs) but I don't know how to put them into a, you know, sort of a way that they would be that someone would actually stop and look at them without getting really exhausted because there's so many. Well, well, it is that whole um, 
it's a whole dile- dilemma that people actually talk about all the time that you know because we're in this digital era um and we take an obscene amount of photos on our, our phones especially mm-hmm. we none of us not not a single one of us actually gets around to, to printing them um I as know. photos I know. so the, these physical copies do not exist um i mean something i keep meaning to get around to and and maybe <laughs> runs through your head as well is is actually getting books printed um oh. you know like albums um like a, a wedding photo album right. um, i've done that kids. i've done that online. oh you have oh, well done, well, I, done. Well, well, well i mean with like you know 40 of the 14,000 pictures off of my phone. So let's just be honest. But yeah, but that's I, one, one more book than me. So right. <laughs> I'm like almost pro. Oh my gosh. But um, yeah. it actually was really fulfilling. Like we just, just the other day, like happened to stumble upon the book again and pulled it out. And what was cool is, and this is, this is just, again, pro tip stuff to a pro, but you can print like three of them or four of them. So you have them set aside for your kids when they go off to their lives. And it's yeah. kind of cool, but yeah, it, it takes effort and it's, it's just yeah. one more thing. But know? even that is a, a difficult decision because um, with my wife and I, when we printed our wedding album professionally, mm-hmm. we're like, okay, right. So we might have kids at some point. This mm-hmm. was pre, pre-kids. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we, we got a couple of spare copies and I thought, okay, well, the parents need one. And then do we give one to our brothers and sisters? What about our grandchildren that don't exist? What about, you know? And then actually it just sounds really vain. Like who right. wants a book of us? Who wants a book of us? <laughs> Thanks to our neighbors. <laughs> right, right. You could sell them at the bookstore. You never know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But no, it's, it's just totally it's silly, isn't it? Yeah. So so how do you um how do you how do you solve that problem? What what do you think is the way to capture the essence of us for future generations i think i think no one knows because we've all entered this digital era together Mm. it's a bit like facebook you know we all have been through this together you know um but but my view is is we have got all these digital photos and films Mm -hmm. um just back them up as many times as you can (laughs) and you know our kids will find ways to view these these photos um on these uh, hard disks or, or right, USB sticks right. or whatever think, it is that they have back or at that point in the future, right? Well, that yeah, let's just hope that you know USB sticks work in in twenty forty five, whatever you. Well, it'll be them. like the it'll just it'll be just like the beta to VHS to DVD to Blu-ray <laughs> thing, yeah. you know, where we yeah. keep converting everything. So. You know what? Um, we kind of just touched on this before we got on the call. So I really, it was a cool storyline. So the <laughs> the one thing that I think we all want to leave as a legacy is the essence of who we are. And we were yeah. talking a little bit about graveyards, which is <laughs> where <laughs> we leave that. our essence. <laughs> we, we've never, yeah, we've never chatted before. And within minutes, uh, <laughs> we're on we're on this deathly subject of graveyards. And and for so, the listeners, this was like before we even started the call. I mean, that was like we yeah. were into that conversation in like five minutes. So it's really, it must I be, think, yeah, it, it needs to be said. That's what it is. It needs to be said. Let, let's let's say it okay, okay so go. for the listeners for, for their for, <laughs> for their benefit then so um basically i think we we're kind of comparing notes that it's a really lovely thing we, we kind of have these um creative ideas all the time and we can't go to bed without thinking of new ideas and mm-hmm. we never get around to implementing all of them but um it, it's a nice thought and um and I, and I was saying about this big one that I've had recently, and it almost sounds ridiculous until you actually kind of think about it, and then it makes sense. So 
I took my four-year-old uh, to a park the other day and we, we kind of um, got a bit bored of that and we went for a walk after that and then we, we went near a graveyard and ordinarily you'd think, I'm not going to walk through a graveyard with my four-year-old, that's a bit weird. <laughs> um, but but I thought, no, no, it's a sunny day, let, let's go for it. And um, as we were walking around, I felt really sad and, and kind of depressed and and my four-year-old was asking lots of questions and, and I was trying to explain death and it was just all really, really strange and quite surreal. And, um, and then I kind of looked around and I thought, you know what, every graveyard that I can think of where I live, I don't know about every country in the world, but they're just, they are depressing slabs of stone with the same font, the same text, um, sitting on a bed of grass and, and people cry over them. Mm-hmm. And I, and I kind of thought less an idea. Okay. <laughs> for someone to do, not necessarily me, but, um, it is to kind of modernize these things, you know, let's have, um, kind of colorful or, or well-presented gravestones. Maybe, um, it sounds ridiculous, but like, um, uh, a, a video pops up or a hologram pops up or or um maybe like uh, um you hover your phone over a barcode and and oh, yeah. great great information pops up and um i mean there's this thing now about augmented reality isn't there and um for instance, you're walking through a shopping mall and if you've got the right app, you know, uh, uh, offers will pop up and as you walk past the shop and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, imagine that for gravestones where, I don't know, funny stories or pictures or um, uh, uh, phrases that that person said. Imagine if they popped up and it would, it would almost be a celebration of that person rather than the the sad the sad thing that is just 10 words of text like loving father died (laughs) 1945 um yeah i i love that idea because it connects us right and it lets their spirit live on in basically in eternity in a way that is different from the eternity we all think about you know what i mean yeah like the spirit of their life that they lived and like you could even have the person record something before they pass away you know what i mean like we could all record something today that would be part of the essence of who we want people to remember us as and it would be so well well, i'll i'll I'll, um i'll save this podcast and um include that (laughs) there you go (laughs) um, our own yeah in all seriousness that that is right what you're saying is kind of um it would be an extended uh celebration or an extended life um mm-hmm. for that person rather than the the kind of full stop that that we will come to know um with a gravestone you know it's 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 sad and just that i mean i think the connection is the part that ap- that appeals so much to me as well because if you look at it and you know i have this this very uh, what's the word like fundamental belief that we're all connected energetically mm. and and spiritually in ways that we are as humans can't quite add up yet you know what I mean yeah, yeah. and so yeah. um so you think about that that just through this podcast even right so I met Sammy and Don and now I've met you and I have a <laughs> sneaking su- suspicion I'm going to be looking for this Christy this Kirstie. Yeah, Kirstie yeah. yeah. Yes. I have yeah, a sneaky definitely. suspicion that that's going to happen next, <laughs> but it's all part of the connection. So imagine if through experiencing a graveyard, you could start to build connections with people beyond. So like that person is already gone, 
but yet they're still facilitating connections between people. And yeah. it wouldn't even, we were saying it wouldn't even have to be in the graveyard because maybe that would be tricky. And I would kind of, but then I'll also, I want to see some, you know, I would love to see some holograms in a graveyard in the UK, but I live in the U S <laughs> so yeah. maybe there would be an online way that that would be something people could, you know, see these stories. And it's just another way of, capturing the beauty of life so i love the idea so somebody Definitely. one of our listeners take that idea we give you we give you full full authority to do that right that's what we're saying yeah all right yeah although yeah. we want to be the we want to be in the beta well we don't want to be in the beta because we want to keep <laughs> <laughs> doing this stuff but we would love to experience the beta <laughs> that's it yeah <laughs> oh. yeah fun times okay so let's see here what is what is next for you like are there any like new directions you want to go with your filmmaking or photography that you haven't quite you know new territories new new directions that you haven't done yet well it's funny because I actually treat the last three years of photography especially um I keep thinking of it as being kind of practice and, and kind of building up to this this big thing um and, and I don't know what that big thing is but it feels like every model shoot I do or every music video I shoot or every promo that I shoot it, it feels like it's it's um practice um and, and I'm practicing my processing and my retouching and model posing and stuff so um I'd love to get to a point where I'm actually really really thinking about what I'm shooting and and uh um, whether it's leading towards something, um, uh, does that make sense? <laughs> oh, 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 actually it makes a hundred percent sense because even on this, this show, I say what I've said from the beginning, I feel like it's a door to something that I don't know yet. It's, yeah. It's like, this yeah, is all, yeah, this is all, um, I'm like in kindergarten or, you know, high school of whatever it is that I'm moving towards. And I don't yeah. know what it is yet. And it's so exciting that unknowing that like that not knowing what it is, but knowing that every time you do this thing is getting you closer because it's it's like the path there. It's so well, you exciting. said a very you said a very funny thing to, to Sammy and Don, uh, the rappers in, in your other podcast. <laughs> I remember it. You said um, or, or they implied that, that they would love to, to meet like a millionaire. And it would kind of lead to, uh, you know, them becoming rich and, and that leading to other things. Um, and then you said, well, there might even be someone listening on this podcast. And there was a bit of a joke to that, but mm -hmm. that could be true. <laughs> it could be someone that thinks I'm going to check this Sammy and Don out and, and wow, they are good. <laughs> I want it, to invest. It's totally true. And, and I mean, in all honesty, there have been those things. I mean, not that specific thing. But it has happened that people have listened to the show and reached out to me or directly to the guest and said, I heard your story and I want to do ABC, you know, so it's that's the whole point of what I'm doing. But it's so exciting to, you know, like it's it's like um, a mystery, you know, Yeah. so much of yeah. life, life can some parts of life can feel so predictable. Yeah. But yeah. this feels like a mystery and an adventure all the time. Do you find well, that? Do you find oh, that yeah. Okay? Oh, definitely. I think. I think exactly the same as you. Um, I mean, you, you only have to have one little random conversation among in your hour podcast mm -hmm. that, that could lead to you thinking about doing something and, and that leading to something else. And mm -hmm. uh, I, lo I love it when things like that in life happen. But um, I, I get that on shoots. Okay, so let's say um, the shoot's going well and there's like a break time and I just randomly talk to the makeup artist and then she says, 
oh, I'm always looking for a photographer in Oxford for this, this and this. And mm. I'm working on a big film or, or I'm working on a, a great music video. Are you interested? I love it when things like that happen because it's all out of the the blue and, and you're not expecting it. Mm. And yeah, and, and I try and do the same to other people. And it's, it's just great. Has that always been how your life has flowed? That's sort yes. of like, okay. I, I asked that intentionally because... Um, I, that's how I feel mine is too. But I think that actually I should say there have been probably times where it hasn't felt that, op- that, you know, inflow and that open. And mm. I think part of it is really being open to it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, um, something that always resonates with me is, um, is the film and the book, uh, the yes man. Have, have you heard of that? Yes. I yeah. I can imagine you, you enjoying that. Um, yeah. yeah. So it's just that notion of, 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 of saying yes to, to not not completely unreasonable things, but saying yes to things that, that you wouldn't ordinarily even uh, toy with the idea of saying yes to. Um, and I, I guess I have been a bit like that. So mm-hmm. things like um, going to uh, Hawaii and Hong Kong and India, um, normally I'd think, okay, no, I'm, I'm quite settled at home and I like editing at home, but actually, no, let's, let's get out of there. Let's experience the world. And, and, um, it is work at the end of the day, but mm-hmm. you know, I can say, wow, I went to India, I experienced it and, and the colors and the sights and, and I wouldn't have ordinarily just hopped to India on my own. You know, it's, it's, it's just, yeah. Doesn't, so, yes. that, doesn't that change everything though for you? I mean, seeing someplace different, especially as a visual artist, doesn't that just yeah. change everything? It's almost like uh, in a video game, leveling up, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh well, it's it's almost um, it's almost annoying. I can't think of a better word because <laughs> yeah, you, you go somewhere like that, and then you come back home, and you think I immediately want to go back. I've, mm-hmm. I've got all these ideas, <laughs> but it's just not it, it's not practical. <laughs> I totally um, know that. I totally know that feeling. I'm kind of in that exact yeah. same boat right now, so I get it. But it's still, it's still, uh, I, I would not give it up for anything. You know what I mean? Like, um, I figure in my life, if, if I'm going to crave anything, what more beautiful thing to crave than a place and an essence and a feeling of a space, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Because it's achievable. I can go there again and I can yeah. feel it again, you know? Yeah. Although, um, <laughs> the, the one time this didn't quite happen was um, when I went to Hawaii for two weeks to film every day. Mm-hmm. Um, it rained. It, it, um, it, no, sorry, I'll backtrack. Every day it was really sunny and glorious and colorful and lovely beaches in Hawaii. But I was working every day. Oh. And the one the one day in the two weeks I had off, it poured down. And apparently it hadn't <laughs> rained like that for years in Hawaii. And even the locals didn't know how to cope with it. So um, I, I think what I'm trying to say is like, yeah, I went all that way and I was so excited. And then the uh-huh. one day I had to, to get oh. my own photos and film, I, I couldn't even do that. Such a shame. I, I am spotting a trend, though, with you and Rain, just pointing that out. I don't know if you've noticed. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, no. It's oh, you. It's the rain cloud. Right, right. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, um, yeah it- so is there um, a talent that you admire a lot in other people, but you, you know, does it, either you haven't cultivated or don't think you will, or it seems impossible to cultivate? Oh, yeah. Um, 
it's so funny you ask that because I, I think about this on a on a weekly basis mm. um, that I admire everyone in my industry that works in teams. Um, I don't know what it is about me. I don't know what trait I have that makes me like this, but I only really work well when I'm by myself. Mm. Um, and I, I'm sure a lot of creatives um, can resonate with that. But um, um, for instance, uh, I've, I've got to mention these guys that I, I love to bits um, uh, called Code Media. Okay, so I met mm. these two guys um, who were less than half my age. Um, they, they were fresh out of media college. Um, so I met them while, while I was... Um, this was only uh, like years ago when I was uh, in the middle of all my filming and stuff. <clears throat> they just came out of media college and um, they kind of teamed up with people. Okay. So they were sharing the filming, the editing, the directing, the producing. And what that has led to has led to one of the biggest um, media companies in the UK. And they've got offices in uh, the U S as well. Um, they do all the, the high budget music videos for all the, the, the really well-known artists and I think wow look at what they've done but mm -hmm. they, they've totally earned it and they've totally achieved it because they work as a hard-working team whereas that is my flaw <laughs> I work by myself which means um I can only do what I can do um as you as you might relate to I totally you know, get that in the same way even at my yeah. regular job I often end up I would rather just do it all myself. Like I, and I don't mean that in the, like, uh, it's just, that's the way my, I'm very driven. So yeah, unless someone can like get on the same page with me, I don't know how to work together. Yeah, And I don't I mean, mean I, that I, yeah, they're on great pages too. I just, I don't know how to do it. They have to either join me or I don't know how to do it. Yeah. I think you should always, always look at the positive in, right. in what you, you might think as a negative and the positive of the way that you and I are is that it it has enabled me to learn lots of skills mm -hmm. um so normally in a team you'd let's say you need some animation in a film you'd normally farm it out um whereas I've just kind of sat there and for days on end just learn <laughs> and animating in after effects and and uh you know until, until my my brain is about to explode um but but because of that if someone says, Richard, do you know an animator? I can say, well, yeah, I think I know it actually, <laughs> <laughs> um, just about. Um, so, um, yeah, there's kind of a positive to come out of that, I suppose. Well, and it, uh, it takes persistence to succeed if you're all on your own because no one else is going to do it. You can't ride on the coattails of anybody either if you're. Yeah. But I think I always I like the idea, though, even in this like and I've been like this with all of my jobs, but especially this one, that's my own creative um, thing is that I like learning all the pieces so that when I do get to the point if I'm going to hire out some of them, I really know how to do them. Like, so I know how yeah. to hire somebody to do them. That's so true. That mm -hmm. is true, actually, for me as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that one. Yeah. Um, so what was my next question? Oh, my gosh. Oh, I know what it was. What is something new that you're working on? I think you were talking about this uh, cool mic that you have and some ideas with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, yeah, it was such a coincidence that, that we've hooked up um, uh, over Skype. And I, I've got this brand new hunky-dory uh, hunky uh, <laughs> microphone that, that cost an arm and a leg. Um, because in reality, it's been sat 
by the side of my desk on the floor gathering dust for about two months um, <laughs> straight out of the package. And the reason is, is uh, like with many things that, that comes my way, I, I have these grand ideas and um, I had this grand idea of um, uh, do, doing um, tutorials and uh, video captures and um, uh, kind of run throughs of workflows and, and putting them on YouTube. And, uh, and I thought I need a really good microphone. So um, I went down that road and bought one and um, yeah. And then all of a sudden <laughs> I had too much work on and um, I didn't quite get around to that. So um, I'm glad that we've had an excuse to, I to know. blow the dust off. <laughs> <laughs> well, and when the when things free up again, you'll be all set to go. So now you know it works and it, it's all working out. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, now it's kind of said on a podcast, so I'm going to have to do these tutorials now. <laughs> 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 everybody heard it everybody heard it well oh, actually no. that's what um i think sammy said about you right or was it was it don or sammy now i got them mixed up which one of them worked with you uh went out and you taught him about photography oh right so um so i met them both at the same time mm -hmm. and i think it's don i hope we've got that right um yeah he's got a real passion for for photography as well and um yeah, we're going to hook up really soon, actually. We've, we've been organising that very, very recently. Um, just um, he, he just wants to pursue a little bit more of it, and, and I'd love to, to tell him what I can that he doesn't already know, hopefully. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, it's just an excuse to meet up and go around London, to be honest. But, How um, fun. He's got the passion and I love that. I love people that are just so driven to to take photos and films and he's got that. So. Yeah, there's a lot of people. I mean, I love the fact that there are so many people with that that have that do photography and even do filmmaking these days. But there's room for everybody. And I love that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I think. I think it's it's not um, a formula. So everyone that picks up a camera will, over time, develop a style, whether or not they recognise it themselves. You know, they'll they'll get a style. Because I was really quite stressed for the last couple of years. Um, so quite recently, just thinking, I don't have a style. I don't have a style. <laughs> how 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 do people think? I'll, I'll book Richard Wakefield. He, he, he's got this style because I was really quite stressed that I didn't have one. But then the nicest thing happened the other day. Um, I uploaded a photo to somewhere um, and a stranger said, oh, is that one of Richard Wakefield's? And I was like, why, why have you said that? What, what made you say that? And they said it's, I, I don't know, I can't remember how they worded it, just... Um, the, the level of <laughs> processing I went to or something or oh. or um, it was just a, a really nice compliment that, that someone might even say that. But, what um, a great feeling. I mean, it's different yeah. with, with this kind of work because people will know my voice. They'll be like, oh, that's your voice. That's easy enough to figure out. But when you're taking something and putting it out there without you attached to it, yeah. they see it. That's beautiful. Oh, oh absolutely. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I think in the old days um, – I say the old days. I know, I, I was like, what does that even mean? <laughs> what does that mean nowadays? <laughs> um, no, only a few years ago, um, absolutely everyone was putting uh, watermarks all over their, their uh, pictures. And that mm -hmm. was an obvious way of recognizing someone by their logo. Mm -hmm. um, but the kind of in thing now is to leave your logo off, actually, because it's, it's kind of everyone agrees it's quite distracting and, mm -hmm. and, and you shouldn't really have to do that. But um it immediately takes away your identity unless you have a style. So, yeah. So anyway, that compliment the other day made up for everything. <laughs> oh, I'm glad to hear. It. That's that's a great story. It's what people aspire to. So I'm glad we had that little moment. 
Yeah. Great timing, universe, putting that in before we talked. <laughs> yeah. So um, I want to make sure that we give people the opportunity to come and see your work. So what's the best place for them to find you? Oh, right. Okay. Uh, my website, okay, is um, richard-wakefield.co.uk. Um, that's got a bit of everything actually on there so Mm -hmm. a lot of photography and there's a filming page with a lot of films um it's quite funny because uh they say you shouldn't be a a, what's the phrase um a jack of all trades master of none um (laughs) but i've kind of gone against that and um and just thought no i'm going to put photography and filming into one website um Mm -hmm. rather than separate it out so um it it doesn't seem to have, have gone badly um people are booking <laughs> both thank god um but but yeah also just uh, makes it easier <laughs> absolutely well i mean it'd be a different thing if you mixed in your you know cooking skills in there as well yeah, or something. Yeah. but i think you're pretty that's safe with the two visual arts <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah yeah that's right um but um and then on instagram um it's just my name actually so at uh, richard wakefield um, right. one word. um yeah i don't know about you but i'm not i'm not too good at keeping up with the whole instagram uploading every five minutes or whatever you're meant to do <laughs> yeah i think i think <laughs> one no, a day <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm lucky if i'm one a day but i do i do find instagram really this amazing hotbed of um i don't know people you know because people put up such creative things it's a great place to find guests like i'm oh, all, I you love know it. Like you chase models, I stalk Instagram. We all have our thing, you know? (laughs) Well, if you, um, uh, okay, you know how Instagram looks? So it's like a grid of uh, photos. Yes. And that's what's so pleasing about it. It's just so visual. And if you want to look at something, you you click on it. Um, That is actually what I, I I don't often say I love this about me or anything, but I love my own website. I love, I actually Mm. love it is right now because I've had some awful websites in the past mm-hmm. like so embarrassing I wouldn't show anyone now but <laughs> the, one I, the one I've got right now um is exactly how I want it to be so it's very visual it's like a grid of photos and then you click on them and each one is a blog entry um and then Instagram happened and I was like oh look it's, it's exactly like Instagram <laughs> so um I was really really pleased that I was, I was kind of on the right the right lines with that you know right. if, if you're a visual person it should all be visual i think if i go to a, a photographer's website and it's and it's a mountain of text mm-hmm. um it it's almost a bit kind of distracting from what from what you are there to look at if you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh, so yeah yeah i think well, I, I, I think i've done the right thing <laughs> i can't wait to dive in and actually i want to check out a few of the videos and I'm looking forward to seeing that Viking um, photograph show up again for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I seriously thought that I had mixed you up. I thought, did I mix him up with somebody else? Like, what is going on here? Because I I remember that specific. And I even did the thing on Instagram where you can save it to your own little like library. All right, yeah. And it was gone. Should, it wasn't there. So I, like, well, I, I should have. Oh, I looking do? back, now, I, should, I should have played a joke and said, "What? What Viking? What yeah, are we that... talking about?" <laughs> People might do that to me quite a lot, so I don't know if I need any more of that. <laughs> oh no. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> no, no. People are always, my family, especially, are always saying I'm forgetting things. I'm like, no, I'm not. 
just you never <laughs> said you never said that. So a lot of that goes on. Yeah. All right. So we know where to find you. And this has been like I think that um I would love to do creative projects with you. Like I think that even though we neither of us are good in teams, somehow yeah. make it a non-team <laughs> thing. <laughs> I will fly over and take a portrait photo of you. How would you like that? <laughs> that would be awesome. How about if I come th- like how about if you come with me when I go over to the Isle of Man on my junket yeah. there? Okay. We'll yes, go. yes, yes. Wouldn't that Let's be do fun? It. Okay, we'll figure that one out. All right. Well, yeah. I just want to thank you so much for joining me. This was really fun and actually super informative at the same time. Oh, I'm, I'm really, really glad we, we spoke and I'm glad our, our times kind of worked out and you're, you're so many, so many miles away and yeah. it's all worked out really nicely, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been very fun. So yeah. I um, hopefully we'll talk again soon and um, catch up with you when you're doing your next big thing, whether it's uh, video tutorials or some excursion somewhere around the world. We'll find out. Excellent. Oh, thank you. Thanks, Jane. Thanks so much. Take care. Cheers. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Ah, fooled you. We're not really done. There was one more conversation that happened after we stopped and said goodbye, and we kept talking. In fact, I think we talked for another half an hour. But this particular story, I think, is so valuable and valid and authentic and real, and I wanted to share this last piece with you. So here it is. Like, I wonder if there's a way to teach or manufacture or inspire this kind of natural thing that you and I talked about that we have, this idea factory, this, you know, uh, yeah, drive we and passion. Yeah. And like, how I wonder if there's ways to ignite that, not even like teach it, but ignite it. Because I think it's within <clears throat> everybody. Yeah, I know. Um it, yeah, it's it's weird you say that because th- this gravestone thing, right? Right. Around that time that I thought of that, I thought of another two, I think it was, really great ideas. And I can't mm-hmm. remember what they were right now. But I know. I know. We but, need like a, a, a some, some way to write those down right away or they just fly yeah. into the next person. You have to write them down. Yeah. Right. But I, I remember thinking at, at that exact moment that I had those ideas, I was like, I should put that on Facebook to see what people think and also mm-hmm. I'd love to hear if anyone else has got like some amazing ideas that that no one has ever ever followed up because I'll never <laughs> this is such a funny story when I was at university I was sharing a room with someone mm-hmm. and um like for a whole year and he would constantly like wake me up in the middle of the night and he would go I've had this idea I'm, like, <laughs> I'm really tired what is it and he goes and he goes like um you know um what, what was an idea that he had you know pot noodles, right? Uh-huh. It'd go, they should come out with pot mash, right? And like different flavors. So like in a little container, pot mash. And, and I was like, oh, whatever, go back to bed. And then the next week, pot mash came out. <gasps> wow. <laughs> so it's one of those annoying things where he's like, oh, if only I'd said this earlier in life. And But the reality is you'd never pursue these ideas. I mean, right. the gravestone thing is, is oh, I'm never going to do anything about that. But um but but it's nice to think that you could. <laughs> it's a va- it's a valid idea though. You know, there's this this isn't an orig- totally original thought for me, but it's something I believe in and it's that I think all the ideas exist in the universe and they tap you on the shoulder and mm, if you and if yeah. you don't take them, they go to the next person. 
Yes, I love that. And, and that's why Pop Mash ended up coming out. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you could interview, you could ask 100 people if they ever had an idea that then they went, oh, and then if someone else thought of it and made it happen. I think everyone has one of those. Like, I had this idea for a hydraulic bike lift in my garage so that I could put yeah. my bike on this thing and, you know, then just easily with ease push it and it would go up high out of the way. And like, yeah. you know, two months later, this university <laughs> gig, uh, these engineers at the university were showing it on the news. You know, it's like, oh, so I think that I think everyone has those ideas. And, and there are there are some that we are meant to do, but we don't take them and they move on. Like we probably, you know, maybe we were meant to do them, maybe we should have done them. But then I think there are some that um, are really, really ours. And if we give that, like, if we know that, feel, like this, the podcast, there was like no denying doing it. And sometimes yeah. I hear like, I hear really, really good pro podcasts, like the Good Life Project. I love that one, uh, one mm. of my favorites. And I think, why am I doing this? You know, I'm like, I'm never going to catch up to how good oh, he is. No. You know? um, this, but then I go, you, you know what? I do it because I love it. I just love it. <laughs> You know? You've absolutely hit the nail on the head. Um, if I, do you know what? Something I did not even mention in the podcast because because I think it, it would have gone off on too much of a tangent um, mm -hmm. is that I, I've got manic depression, okay? Mm -hmm. And so many creatives that you speak to suffer from depression. Mm -hmm. And um, <clears throat> basically, it, it, it's like one of the worst things because if I sat and looked at Kirsty Mitchell's photos, which I have done loads of times, mm -hmm. I get depressed. I'm never ever realistically going to get to the level she's at. But then on a good day where I'm not even slightly depressed, I'm like the other way. Mm -hmm. I'm really, really happy. I think, no, Kirsty's doing her thing and she's using her background of fashion, which she mm -hmm. studied at Fashion University. How could I ever? Why Why would I even think that I would like to compete with her? Mm -hmm. So, um, it's it's a weird one, isn't it? Um, you know, you, you're you're looking up you're looking up to someone, you, the other podcast, mm -hmm. but but actually you're doing something which someone else is going to look up to, and and you should you should you're doing it very very well, and don't ever deny that, you know. It's a but it's I think that's something that happens. You kind of get like, um, I mean, as a creative. I have moments like that and I, I don't have anything like diagnosed manic depression. I don't, and I rarely get very depressed. I have actually, it's, I have it more. So I get moments of like the feeling, other way. <laughs> I, well, I definitely get the other way. I mean, I've always had that, like where I just, I catch, it's like, I feel like I'm surfing and I catch the wave. Oh, it's wow. like that. And I just go up and it might last a day or two. And it's so intense Yeah, and, and, yeah. and so beautiful and lit and then I yeah. like, then the wave goes down. And so most of my life, it's never been like, it's gone below anything that I couldn't get out of bed or I couldn't like function. Yeah. I'd rather have the but, highs and lows than gray. In oh, do you, do you know what? Um, they, they kind of say that all the great creatives in our history, that they all had some form of highs and lows or depression or, or something mm -hmm. like that. And, and um, I always... So I went through a period of my life where I thought, oh, my God, I've got I've got chemical depression. I've had it since I was a kid. It was mm -hmm. not I, was, I was, wasn't abused and nothing like that. I literally have a chemical depression that I, I, I can't escape from. So I was really sad about that for a lot of my life. Like I'm mm -hmm. never going to escape this. But then one day I realized that when I was really depressed, that's when I had my most creative thoughts. Oh, like seriously. Really? And now now sometimes 
I mean, this is between you and me because it's such a weird thing to say to someone. Uh-huh. I look forward to being depressed because wow. that is when I have the coolest ideas for shoots and stuff. Isn't Dude, that weird? you are like a superhero. Seriously. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not even kidding you. That that thing that you just said could be a su- <laughs> No, that could be a superhero, right? It, because it is. Yeah. basically you're taking the power of that pain and that mm-hmm. place and that darkness or whatever, however you wish to describe it and, and utilizing it for good. That's like superpower. I, th- I, I think you're right because I think when, when I realized that was happening, I was kind of embracing it. And I think that, that is a bit like a superpower. It's like, I'm going to enhance it. I'm going to, I'm going right. to, I'm going to work on it. I'm going like, right. to use it. I mean, yeah, it, definitely. like a friend of mine told me, I, I don't know a lot about Greek mythology, but he told me about, um, Conan the Barbarian. Oh, Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah, right. right. Okay. So, um, what Conan did is he used that thing that he had to do which was like push that stone around that circle over and over and over and over again as like a slave um to create more pain he would do it harder and harder than anybody because it created more pain but he used that pain to create his superpower yes yes yeah that's so oh i love that i think (laughs) think we just had an idea tap us on the shoulder so um (laughs) this whole superpower that you're the way that you're doing that that's amazing so let's i think we should like let that resonate in our minds a little bit here and there over the next few weeks maybe there's something there and that's where we'll stop for today so worth adding that last bit you know he was such an intriguing guy i'm really hoping that i'll get to have more conversations with him and for sure put him on my must meet when i go to the uk list so since talking with him I have been listening to the Invisibilia uh, podcast, which is super interesting, and I totally agree that you should start from the very beginning. And so for my favorite one is about entanglement, one of my favorite topics. What else? Let's see here. It has just having conversations with him about looking at where the creativity comes from. I think that's such a good thing to examine. Is it happening when you're at a high, when you're at a low? Are there certain places where creativity sort of like comes up and grabs you you know like I find that every time I walk out of the gym it's like my brain is on fire in a really good way and ideas just flow so think about that what's your place thanks for listening so are you following your passion inspiring people and willing to share your story then find me because that's what I do And remember, keep up with all the news by visiting glisteningparticles.com and signing up for the newsletter where you'll get the inside scoop on where I'll be wandering next, some guest updates, and the latest random acquaintance story. For up-to-the-moment shenanigans, follow the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you see me post from down the road at your local diner, be sure to drop everything and come say hi, because I love to meet the listeners. Until next time, keep shining. Keep shining.